Hello, I'm Tony Cantwell, and welcome to the CMG Business Podcast. Each episode, we talk to interesting people to help us better understand and manage the challenges of business and hopefully learn from their experiences. Sonia Meikle is one of CMG Professional Training's most popular tutors. Her speciality has been training our clients in the area of soft skills, which is becoming a vital aspect of all business and professions. Sonia has been on previous podcasts where she spoke on several topics, but we've had so many requests for this particular skill, the art of public speaking. I'm delighted to welcome Sonia back to discuss this in a bit more detail. Sonia, welcome back to the CMG Business Podcast. Thanks for having me, Tony. You're very welcome. The last time you were on, we talked about quite a few issues. Um, But we want to talk particularly today about public speaking, or even maybe to some degree presentations, but public speaking being the one. Mm -hmm. Um, You always want, if you're going to do something like that, you always want to do it well. So if you have somebody who is, they're making a big presentation, Mm -hmm. or they're they're going to stand in front of uh, an audience, two weeks from now, where would they start? How would they start that process? Yeah, like public speaking and presentational skills, they nearly are an unfair competitive advantage. They are, yeah. They are indeed. Uh, Where do you start? Uh, Internally, I would say, I call it, I do a lot of analogies and visualizations. So I always see Homer with the Homer bubble above his head. You know, the way he's allowed to have a chat with himself up there. So you have to visualize that. We all have that (laughs) chat, don't we? We all have that voice. And in that bubble, you have to be saying, you know, if something isn't perfect, you need to be able to say, it's okay, I've got this. Or forgive yourself and move on. Yes. Um, It's that lingering and the fear and dramatization true silence because usually if something has gone wrong in a public speaking or in your presentation this is all going on internally in your own head and the audience are maybe watching you so instead of making it worse in that homer bubble you're kind of going okay that was that wasn't great <laughs> forgive yourself move on yes, you know? yeah. and even externally if you had to say that go sorry ladies and gentlemen yeah. oh, not my finest moment uh, moving on yes and you kind of as you say pick yourself up dust off keep going you know and because I think everybody when they start off with that they want they feel I think that this has to be 100% that it it, I can't make mistakes I I, I need to do this I think that's unrealistic and also I think um, if anything you want people to connect with you so if it's let's say a presentation Mm. and you have it in four weeks time and on what topic homework 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 will help relax nerves because what are you going to be nervous about are you nervous about the content are you nervous about the audience who will be in front of you? What, like, what are the, if you can find your yeah. fear little factors, what you do is do your homework around them. So you make sure you do know your content. You have practiced it. Who are your audience and attendees? What would be their background? Again, more homework so that you can talk in their language if, you know, yeah. depending on the content. So homework does help, yeah. Your presentation and how you hold yourself, your body language, these things, again, an art that can be taught and a little bit of practice if you hesitate a lot over words if you overuse a singular word that will come up in your practice and you'll hear it back more you know we would have found listening to some of the conference speakers and people that we have used in cmg and uh the key it struck me years ago was number one i would think would be know your subject Mm -hmm. because you can maybe have a hurdle and you maybe you can get a little distracted or make a mistake. But if you know the subject, 
that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. You, because people are there to hear the information on the subject, mm. and if it's Sonia or Tony or Andy or whatever, if the if the subject matter is good, you're winning, aren't you? It's just if you can't really go up there and bluff it, trying to pretend. Mm, yes, I would agree. It would definitely, you know. Um, relax your nerves from a content point of view or if somebody was to ask you a question and oh god and stuff like that but i have um and i'm a big believer too of how you sound how you hold yourself all those elements really matter because um a lot of the time and this is probably contrary in one way is that i've gone to some presentations where they could read me the phone book yes like by their body language by the dance of their voice you're enthralled yeah, and that's so how you keep the audience engaged. Yeah, to listen to your important content. Yes. Because if you haven't got the other things, then the content is lost. Mm-hmm. What I found listening to some speakers is you get some speakers who are, they're very enthusiastic, they're energetic, they're confident, and they know the subject. Mm. And as a result, I think all of that equals engagement yes. with the speaker. Yes. Funnily enough, Depending on the subject, I've heard um, people who maybe won't be as energetic or as enthusiastic, mm-hmm. might be a bit more monotone, mm-hmm. but they have no real qualms whatsoever about getting up and standing there for 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Delivery is really important, isn't it? It's it's Yes, delivery, uh, again, on context, um, <laughs> if you want and care about your audience you're paying attention yeah. to your audience members you know you would look about and and see who's with you you can quite even if it was a room filled with hundreds of people you will see who you've lost and you'll see who's with you a lot of the time i would judge that myself personally uh, eye contact i call it friendly fire look for friendly fire yeah. in the audience see who's engaged who's in with the room. you yeah and Absolutely. their body language starts moving and changing to show that they're with you and and enjoying the process and there may be one or two you're starting to lose or Mm. and again what do you do to keep them or bring bring them back back. um, or to win them over at all because they may be resistant upon the topic or disagree and what you're putting forward no no and everything about their body language is trying to say no no i won't go with you and you want them to to follow you know and become engaged with you so silence is also a very powerful tool but it's what you use through those moments of silence you're, you mentioned the word passion and enthusiasm, yes, but it should be like a volume switch. Yeah. Because I think if we kind of come out at 80, 90% of enthusiasm level and stay there, um, yeah. sometimes you can lose an audience that way Well, too. it can be a bit overkill and yeah. it can be a bit yeah. too much. And the first five, 10 minutes, people are yeah. saying, oh, wow. And then after half an hour, it's like, <laughs> yeah. when's it going to end? So yeah. you need to be able to read and, and kind of turn your volume up and know when to turn your volume down too. Yeah. People sometimes say, that you nerves are a good thing and you just need to channel them properly mm-hmm. how do you channel nerves how do you channel that nervous energy i think as i say to view it in a different way the nerves and the channel show that you care uh, and to channel it to, into the energy to say well i'm going to make this good so if i'm nervous because of as i say do your homework yeah. uh, practice because of but remember in your own head it's because it is you Um, I can do this so it's a confidence thing that you have to kind of keep telling yourself that there is a reason it can be you you know what I mean and that I will be a confident speaker yeah I do have the content do have the ability each time though afterwards I think after your first 
you know review is always a good thing yeah what, what did i like why was i still nervous what about it now you know so what did i do well remember to take a positive and build from that uh so you know reviewing a process if it doesn't mean that we're going to go from oh my god i really fear public speaking to suddenly oh, let me out there you know instantly every time it will be a process yeah but it can be done in my case I think I said this to you before, when I was up there, I felt actually quite nervous. It was like I got this bout of the nerves. But you're talking about that Homer mm. voice. And I actually had that conversation in my head and I went, well, you're here now. <laughs> the light's shining on you. There's 450 <laughs> people in tuxes and yeah. uh, gowns looking at you. And um, what are you going to say? Yeah, like and you just kind of. Here we go. Three, <laughs> two, one, go. You were fabulous. I remember I was there on a few, a few occasions. Yes. But <laughs> Those award ceremonies were fabulous. You the award ceremonies. Yeah. And, you know, I just stand up and I think I said this to you. You stand up and you say, well, how hard can it be? Well, it actually can be quite nerve wracking. But we can but talk yourself up and talk yourself down. Absolutely. Thing, you know absolutely. What I mean? That's what I was going to say, that yeah. the confidence to say, you know what, the, making that decision to say, no, I'm going to do this. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I think as well, I remember through my own experience as well, your audience, different forms of audiences, be it strangers you may never see again versus your peer groups. So the levels of who and your, I think that's very much where yeah. you're getting there, your content knowledge yes. will help you feel more conf- you know, confident in, the, in that environment. Um, practice is still, I think, the key and, and, and repeated practice. Um, you can help with your what you wear physically, you know, to make you, as you say, a suit and tux, and we all feel fabulous when we're up there. Or but a that, <laughs> or like a penguin. Yes. I think again, your Homer bubble and realizing that this is you, um, you can do it, and that building on the internal confidence. Yeah. Little tips and tricks through manners of body language and language to actually. I was going to say that. Important. What about body language? How important is? I've I've heard people talking about holding your hands a certain way and uh, don't hold the podium and things like that now for me i might have in my initial days been gripping the podium (laughs) yeah white knuckle white knuckle (laughs) holding on pretending very calm but (laughs) knuckle but people are saying maybe or some people would say don't hold the podium put your hands together don't yeah. put your hands behind your back uh, don't is, put your hands in your pockets there is research out there through the years uh, about body language and different things that will internally release you know so what they say if you have a light lift of the face it will lower your heart rate yeah. so it'll help calm slight you. smile slight smile yeah it helps lower your heart rate um again body stance and positions it's used in the sports field yeah. so you can do power positions and it'll raise your testosterone levels so there are tricks, yes, mm. with your hands and, and posture and posing that will remember because it's internally telling yourself you've got this. Yes. So you'll see sports people at the beginning of sports races. You'll notice them with their hands on their hips and uh, looking at each other kind of concepts, you know, waiting on their track lines. Okay. And that's exactly what they're doing is internally building testosterone levels. And it's saying, oh, you're mine. I got you. Yeah. Well. And so in your Homer bubble, that's yeah. what you're doing is raising your testosterone and it's telling you. Yeah, I've got this. So there are absolutely tips, tricks, plays with body language that will help you internally first. And then it's what you're portraying across. Like you'll see it alive and well in politics all of the time. Do you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Um, do you think it's something that people need to pay a lot of attention to? Or is it kind of more secondary? Do you think the, the confidence, the polish, the... Um, 
practice. I think practice and confidence is really, really important. And yeah. I, I think if you do it more and more, you will find um, you relax into it and it becomes the unfair advantage. So the yes. more you realize that if I'm good at this and I'm relaxed about it, it's like uh, watching it, you know, when you're on your holidays, Tony, and you're like sitting back and watching the world go back. Yes, people watching. Mm. People who are very good at um, you know, body language and understanding and using these things um, sit by and watch the world go by, but mm. in a business context. Yeah. And they can see and they can connect and make rapport with audience members, with clients, etc. when they're giving presentations for tenders, etc. So it is nearly an unfair advantage in that yes. regard because they have practiced. It's the little things that will connect and make rapport, everything from eye contact to how I am with my body, what I do will make you want to connect with me and listen or not yeah. and you can turn that on or turn that off if yeah. you you know if you really start mastering those skills I've compiled a wee list here oh no <laughs> um, and you can tell me I'll, I'll go through them it's only got five points okay but I think they're probably the most common that people would look at in terms of um, your top tips um, know the subject you're talking about prepare well practice as often as you can um, now I've added into this um, mm -hmm. that way you can cut waste whittle it down to its core message people hate and I mean hate listening to some old shite warbling on with useless information they already <laughs> know so keep it sharp keep it like a story start middle and end mm. but it's know the subject you're talking about so and whittling it and tightening it up and getting to the core of mm. it so that you're eliminating any of the I think getting the rapport of people, I would agree with that. So I, I okay. do homework, 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 right? So yeah. know your stuff, know your area, because um, you can only relax in your area. Yes. And you can only pretend for a very short period of time. Yes, right? so exactly. That's where nerves come from, too, is if you're pretending and you don't know. Yeah, so nerves go if you're relaxed and yeah. swimming in your swimming pool. Yeah. Um, I do like that you mentioned there the word storytelling. That is how you connect with people, how you create rapport, is that remember, that's what we are doing for centuries. Yes, telling stories. telling stories. So if you can relate examples and you can, uh, I kind of like it as part of a, and I see people presentations where I'm totally literally in the palm of their hands is they digress or they go off on tangents with stories. They go, ooh, ooh, and I remember. Yes. And it just shows they're so comfortable in that swimming pool yeah. that they can pick up anywhere in that swimming pool. Yeah. So that really comes with knowing your area knowing your subject knowing your area and putting it in a story context yes. I do kind of refer to one of my courses there as well again about Pixar yes and how they create their successful movies based on storytelling relating it back to to people yeah so no matter what your experiences stories, exactly yeah, yeah so. uh, my last note on that was that I would recommend maybe five times at least to practice if not more before you go on stage they say there's a day in its preparation a day in its practice you know what I mean as, as rule of thumb so yeah. as much time as you spend and you know practice it's prep yes. practice and delivery because it will you know what I mean? yeah, it will show yeah. um, number two I had um, know your audience particularly uh, in presentations and trying yes. to get to understand the level of knowledge they have and yes. require yeah. you're delivering information make it relevant Absolutely, yeah. It can be challenging now if you don't know who's coming in or it's a public presentation and you can have a very, m you know, mixed, varied group. But yeah, where to pitch it, you know? Um, yeah. So if you do know your audience. And also it makes it easier. Someone said to me recently, um, it was one of my studies we were coming out of, 
talk to me how I wish to be spoken. So if I'm an engineer, maybe talk to me in detail. If I'm an analyst, talk to me in data. Yes. <laughs> you know, so if you know yeah. your audience, you know what how to talk to me. Exactly. And again, it goes back to this thing of you don't want to have people trapped in a room, death by PowerPoint, oh, no, and never. telling you things that you that you knew years ago. It needs to be relevant. It needs because you're there. You're delivering information. It's got to be on it's point. Very, isn't it? very true. What they say. Uh, a person who's you know really got the mastery of this. If all went down, PowerPoint's gone. No yes. power. Everything. You should still be able to get up there and rock it. Yeah, and talk about your knowledge, have questions, improvise comfortably. Your PowerPoints were only a, an aid or a visual that you should dance between. Yes. Death by PowerPoint, no, 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 oh, never, please never just, do it to me. Yeah. Here's how I'm going to bore <laughs> no, you. No, they but, are yeah. an aid and you're meant to dance with them. Yes. And, but if the IT all went, everything goes, it's still going ahead and you're standing there in the front you're road and you're just going to project your voice. You don't need the mic and you need all these other things. So even that in itself, like yeah. I suppose old school. Yeah, well, yes, <laughs> you fall back. Um, yeah. Third one, trying to relax and deliver with confidence. And I said, yes, it's a cliche, but smile and deliver. Remember when in front of your audience, find those people in the audience you can see are engaged in what you're saying. Yeah. And I have a note here, without looking like a stalker or <laughs> making them uncomfortable, engage with them, speak directly to them, and then broaden your search while speaking so that there's more, in, you're looking for more engagement, you're talking directly to people in the audience and broaden that out. Is that a reasonable? I, that is very reasonable, and I, I refer to that in my courses as well. I call it friendly fire, remember? Yeah. So you, you come in and you gain your confidence and re resettle yourself with your friendly fire. So that's the eyes that you know are connecting with you, their body languages, movement, the heads nodding, yeah. things like this. Then you go back out from them and you go to the people that you know you've either A, lost, or you're still trying to engage and get back with you. And then what you need there, you might spend a little bit of time there, but then reconnect with someone else who's friendly fire, or go back out to somebody else who is not, come back into friendly. So all that builds confidence and, and adds to your... Because remember, if you just solely spend time with someone who's not engaged with you, you're somehow maybe no, you're gonna going to neglect and you, yeah, you yeah. lose the people. Yeah. So it go. is, you're right, uh, you know, there are always people in the audience who are with you and want it for yes. you as well. They, yeah, they're on your side. They're on your side and they want you to succeed. So, yes. And they want it to be fabulous. You're right to smile, remember, because again, it calms you and it calms and connects the audience yeah. that you've got this. I suppose the word is rapport, isn't it? Yes. You walk into a, a room and you can, you know, I always remember uh, through years of, if it, even back in my school days, Tony, did you ever have a teacher when you walked in and, and the class would go silent? Yes. And we'd all know, oh, oh, teacher's here. And we'd all be quiet. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then you'd have another time where a teacher walk in and we always go, ah. <laughs> we all kept talking. Very casual. Yeah. So some people command uh, just yeah. by literally their presence. Yeah. Can command that, oh, wow, they're here. Okay. You know, yeah. and they want to listen and engage with you. So uh, there is a mastery in it and utilizing it. Yeah. Number four. I've only got five, so I'm not gonna, <laughs> won't keep you here all day on this. Uh, number four. Don't worry if you make a mistake. Yes. Roll with the punches, and if you know your subject well, you will easily move on and continue. You can even make a joke about it. Mm -hmm. um, also, I have my own little note to this, and tell yourself how well you're doing while up there. You yeah. know, that you're actually, give yourself that positive affirmation. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm saying it's, it's okay to be nervous, and regardless, would any of the audience like to swap with you right now? <laughs> 
because uh, like probably it. not. So well done for standing up there in the first place. Go for it. Yeah, I, I like that. That's that's true. Anyone anyone like to uh, yeah. anyone want to can offer that to the audience? That would yeah. be high level. Wouldn't it? Too, be fun. Yeah. But it's don't worry about <laughs> making a mistake because these things happen and it's just you don't I have know. to be absolutely uh, Homer Simpson again you know up there forgive yourself move on and actually verbally I would say that out loud as well to the yeah. audience listen I'm really really sorry moving on you know so I even jumped with the presentation point there I can come back let's yeah, go back again yeah you know another thing I would tell people as well is like if there's noise and there's disruption and you're trying to never try to talk over people you know if they say an ambulance went by and there's like really loud sirens and stuff mm. like that shows really high level of confidence to just wait in silence for a moment and then go sorry about that interruption there ladies and gentlemen and let's continue you know so remember it's 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 your show we had to command your you know we had a speaker at a conference you might have been actually at this one and um he was giving a presentation at one of the conferences and somebody started drilling outside the, the hotel venue and so he stopped and then the drilling stopped because obviously half the CMG staff ran out and tried to lynch whoever was doing the drilling. <laughs> yeah. And he said, I wonder, did they find gold? <laughs> oh, and I then like he went it. back to yeah. the, the speech and we all had a giggle <laughs> and we moved on. And yeah. it was just so smoothly handled. It yes. wasn't a big deal. It wasn't, oh yes. my God, you know, the noise. Yeah. Again, very com- confident and comfortable in your field that yeah. you can do that. Like the power of of, of the pause and the silence is yeah. really powerful but again I'd say his body language was quite relaxed while you were looking at him yeah. probably a smile and then shrugging at the shoulders going <laughs> that's okay. it you know <laughs> I think but I mean in, in fairness he didn't make any mistakes he was very mm. comfortable up there but the, the idea is just be be confident be comfortable yeah. go roll with the punches Yeah, people you know. will relax with you if you're tense they're tense if yeah. you can relax they will relax with you, you know, people are going on the journey with you and if you get particularly nervous, just remember, would any of them like to swap? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to use that one. Yeah. Yes. Anyone, anyone, anyone down there like anyone to come like up to and swap? Yeah. My last one here is um, gain as much experience as you can. Try doing some form of public speaking as often as you can. The more you practice speaking to groups, be that family or friends or make a presentation and work or seek out public speaking engagements, mm-hmm. it'll all give you that valuable experience, wouldn't yeah. it? Because you will make mistakes, you will, but you'll hone it, as you said, you'll you'll find your style. Yep, you find your style, and your nerves will definitely, you know, they dilute each each and every event that you give. Your your nerves will dilute to. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I'd never want mine to go go, and they never do go go. Even in all of the the work that I do, I still kind of have to tell myself, yeah, you've got this. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, it should be me. Yeah, so it shows you you're alive and you still care. You still have the passion. Yes but not at the levels where they used to be so it's not an unfamiliar environment you know it's a very familiar and quite comfortable environment be it whether it's uh, you know on a podium or if it's in front of a small or a large group that you're comfortable you're just comfortable going it's just another stage you know what I mean and you start seeing it that way so it gets a lot more but it comes from the experience just get up there and actually I I think it almost comes from the more mistakes you make because yeah. you will learn from them, you'll develop it, you'll, would that be? Yeah, absolutely. And then I suppose, particularly conferences and things like that as well, you'll see such a variety of speakers, you yes. know, and then you're thinking, I can do that. And I suppose like the t- tender child in us all going, I can do better than yeah. that, you know. Oh, yeah. But you will see that the variety of the world that's out there that give presentations and the likes, and then you realize that all of us are far from perfect. 
you know? Well, you see, the thing that struck me with some of the speakers that I would see, and I'd be very keen to make sure that everybody who attended one of the conferences or comes to one of the training courses, that they're mm -hmm. really getting as much as they possibly can from it. Yeah. So I used to, particularly with the conferences, try and judge it based on how much people were writing notes when a speaker mm -hmm. was up, because it gave me some indication of their engagement. Mm -hmm. But some of the, what I would call some of the worst speakers, yeah. that's not really being fair to them because they got up there and they did it, but <laughs> yeah. in terms of talking about the perfect picture, they were the ones that had the most questions and whatever, which just kind of confirmed for me that the subject in that particular case, it was just, it's key with that. And yeah. it ties in looking at this, that know the subject you're talking about. That's my computer making me know that there's another message coming through, sorry for that. <laughs> know the subject you're talking about and know your audience. Those it, two it, tied in. It is an advantage. Um, I think depending upon the subject area that you're talking on as well, the taking notes and, and you know, thing is very, very valid. Um, I think myself as a presenter and, and speaking in certain events, I think if I get asked a question or there's an engagement, um, maybe I, I have a tendency, yes, maybe my personality per se, but little injections of humor and imagery. Yeah. Um, I particularly. You're renowned for that. <laughs> well, again, do you know what? I, it's the part that I would say is you have to relax and be you. And if you are, that comes across. So that comes with the confidence, with the comfortable in the area. But then a little bit of I'm just being me. So maybe that's the little devilment that I'm no different there than I am at home. But would you get where I mean? Yeah, but you'd be motivated, wouldn't you? When you I, I'd be motivated if I was looking at my audience and they were writing or they were engaged oh, or they wanted yeah. to ask and questions. And they have questions for you. For it's you. very engaging. You yeah. know, and you're actually then you're motivated by that and you're encouraged by that. When I'm designing presentations or any form of event, I do base it on now would I stay alert through this? So yeah. if I'm bored, they are. Yes. You know, and it, it is that simple. Yeah. So if I'm engaged to this and I'd like, and could I sit through this for, you know, half an hour to an hour? Um, what kind of things like you have to pay attention to the basics of humans, irrespective of our knowledge and our content, you know, air content, movement, getting them to put up their hands, ask them a question, engage with me, then going back to listening for a little bit, you know, then going back to maybe watching a video, then going to listening to me a yes. little longer, then going to. So if I'm enthralled by it they will be and if I'm starting to go oh, I don't know <laughs> I think I could lose me there <laughs> then you need to look at your presentation and say yeah. right well maybe I could put in a funny image or maybe I can put in yeah and then because yeah. we only have a certain attention span exactly and you need to kind of yeah and be aware of it yeah yeah but I think equally for someone like yourself who is um, has great experience at this and in fairness, like while you are probably one of our most tu uh, popular tutors, oh, thanks very you're much. very welcome, Tony. <laughs> well deserved. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but equally, I remember there was instances where maybe we would have gone and said, Sonia, could you step in at one of our conferences or could yeah. you stand in for somebody who I remember you doing that to me, yes. A few times. <laughs> and um, but no bother. Yeah. And you'd step up and you'd, and you, I think you chaired a couple as I well. I did, yeah. And things I like call that playing grown up. There you go, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you did very well. Thanks so much. <laughs> you sold it. But, um, but so, again, I suppose it's this thing with the confidence. You know, yeah. I've done this a few times. Yeah. I've developed my experience at this. I can read my audience. I know that subject matter so I can bring out the yeah. questions. 
Well, again, our relationship has been through the years. You know, th- there are definitely areas where I'll put up my hand and go, nope, not Can't me. Can't do that. Not yeah. me. Um, that might be career saving. Yes. and yeah. But the people have to be aware of yes. those things. And because that is the level where nerves heighten uh, what if I'm asked a question that I can't yeah. answer what it so it starts bringing why that why did I volunteer to talk about this particular subject yeah. I don't know anything about yeah so you know knowing your strengths and also knowing your limitations your capabilities um, and when to say no that's not me yeah. you know doesn't mean I don't know the area I can find out the answers for you but that's not my comfortable swimming pool per se. And that's where you'll see confidence and nerves and all those things, as you say, homework, homework. (laughs) So know your swimming pool. So that's it, I think. So we're happy, you're happy enough. Know the subject, know your audience, relax and deliver with confidence. Don't worry about making a mistake and try and gain as much experience as you can. Yeah, yeah. And enjoy, that's it, enjoy the process. Yeah. Yeah, fantastic. Sonia, again, brilliant. Thanks Thanks very much. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. (laughs) Take care. Thanks for listening. Please rate and review this episode and feel free to get in contact with us through our websites, cmgtraining.com or cmgevents.ie and of course our usual social media platforms. We love to hear your views on this or any episode. Until next time.